Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I am your host, Mullet. We are on the road to WrestleMania, which means we have to take a detour and discuss some news. Hashtag dad jokes. Over Skype, <laughs> I unfortunately only have two other members of the Swallow Squad here with me today. Uh, they are both in Chicago. First and foremost, Rich. Yeah, I um, I feel bad. I, I feel like we should both, uh, not you and I, but the other person here, uh, should take responsibility uh, for this Chicago crowd that was at this this past raw um and just apologize for them apologize that we weren't there to regulate them <laughs> from being asshats brian jager was there and he uh, well he's he's an asset <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. yeah the the people that were there in our steed were the reason they were bad <laughs> yeah it was wasn't wasn't a good look chicago come on man you know better uh, than that i'm pretty sure jager and skyler single-handedly drove six kids out of the arena that were sitting in front of them uh, Brian Jager single-handedly caused that dad to get in an argument with his wife about the money they wasted leaving that show early with all their kids once they got back to their house. Before The Undertaker even showed up. Yes. Which, hey, I, when I was three years old, we left uh, a house show. My mom, before I got to see the main event, I missed a great demolition hard foundation match because my mom wanted to beat traffic too. But I was three, so the only thing I remember is an ice cream bar. So it's okay. Um, also in Chicago is Spencer. Hey, guys. You know, the good thing about leaving before The Undertaker gets there is by the time you get home, he'll have just made it to the ring. So you won't have missed anything. Oh, honey, look, he's here. All right, good. Let's sit down and get the popcorn popped. It's true. Um, yeah, fucking A. Uh, Augie, of course, with his crazy hockey schedule, is not here. Widden, with his crazy life schedule, is not here. Uh, Tope, with his crazy work schedule, is not here. So it's just us hanging out this week. Uh I'm really happy that Rich is Potswoggle champion. Uh, next week, Rich will use a power. So, Rich, you only have one power left to use between this episode and next week's March of Madness uh, uh, bracket show. So, remember that. You only have exactly. one power. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, the show in two weeks, that's that's too big not to have a power for. So, you know, just I need you guys to do me a favor and not tempt me into using a power this week. I will do the best <laughs> I can. I will remind you, you do have the one power to use specifically on me. As always, uh, Spencer, however, because Spencer uh, picked Braun Strowman in the Podswoggle Rumble, has championship powers because of his professional comedy career in Chicago. He um, <laughs> he hasn't been able to bid on the past few episodes, so he has four standing powers to use at any time. He can use them whenever he wants. They, they don't expire until he's used all four of them up. So, Spencer, I will remind you that we have that. Um, that you do have that to use at your disposal. Um, Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, I will take care of new uh, of our news at the top right now before um, we actually get into wrestling news. Of course, uh, it's March of Madness season. Want to remind everybody, go to arcadeaudio.net slash March of Madness. Fill out your bracket. Get it in. First place is getting either network subscription for a year or two tickets to a pay-per-view. Want to beat the almost 1,500 submissions we got last year. Uh, it's or whatever, or whatever subscription you want for a year. If you want, if you want a Chikara subscription for a year, knock yourself out. If you're digging that if flow you want, slam, 
Yeah. <laughs> if you want New Japan, actually, if you want a New Japan subscription for a year, do that. Yeah. yeah save us a couple bucks. Yeah. That too. Yes. Yeah. The conversion helps us out, and I think I can still get those cards at Walmart, so that's perfect. Um, uh, and New Japan deserves money more than WWE. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. That too. We're getting there in just a couple. Like, minutes. Like you know how they say, God. You know what? Well, I can't stop myself. You know. <laughs> like, well, you know. Oh, you pay for you pay ninety nine a month for the network, but you get the pay per views for free. Well, you know what, motherfucker, I saw Fastlane and now you owe me money. <laughs> it's, it's very true. It's very true. Uh, if if you were if you were good enough to join me, and surprisingly, a lot of people did join me uh, this past Friday during the day uh, for the Marcho Madness playing matchups. Thank you so very much for the turnout. I apologize for the last thirty minutes of my do- my three month old daughter just being an absolute terror. And pissing all over me as I'm trying to commentate a Chad Gable Jason Jordan match, um, but we got through it all right. It was a lot of fun. You can see that whole stream up on YouTube now. It's about two hours and forty five minutes. Watch that instead of Fast Lane. It's so much better. It has a great Young Bucks match on it. Really, really good stuff. Uh, but if you didn't get a chance and you haven't had to take a look at the brackets, uh, the winners of the playing matchups: uh, Vinny from the Kingdom, Chad Gable, Matt Jackson, Enzo Amore, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Razar. Tangaroa, Toro Yanu, Aerostar, Scott Dawson, Xavier Woods, Will Ospreay, Luke Gallo, Sonata, Beretta, TJ Perkins, Kashida, Sheamus and Cesaro went to a double countout, which means that Dolph fucking Ziggler is already in the second round. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler uh, is going to advance because Sheamus and Cesaro are fucking butt munches. And uh, Chamaso uh. Ciampa beat Johnny Gargano twice. Was going to submit a third time, but Jillian acted up, which of course means that moving on uh, to face Johnny Mundo is still Johnny Gargano. You got him right. Yes. Uh, you, have a, you have a quizzical look on your face. Because. Because. Because Tommaso Ciampa is going to turn on Johnny Gargano. And if it's not going to happen in the video game, when's it going to happen? <laughs> it's true. N- not in the video game. Not in the video game. Not in March of Madness, my friend. Not in March of Madness. He's safe, safe for another year. Yes, uh, and thank you guys also for joining me this past Wednesday for the Potswall Invitational Tournament. That's also, by now, is probably up on YouTube, so uh, check that out if you weren't able to watch all the fun. We're recording this before it happens, so I can't give you any news on it. Uh, so yeah, that is our neck of the woods and our news. I'm sure Rich has a special announcement at the end of the show as well, so stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, let's jump back into uh, what Spencer was talking about. Let's discuss the ever-loving turd that was Fastlane. Um... <sighs> Well, you know, they're in love with breaking streaks, and let's just add one more streak on top of that that they broke. Uh, streaks of good at pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah, that that ended pretty swiftly and quickly. I was just amazed. So, like, when we did our pick-ems, it, it was a pretty, I thought, a pretty easy pick-em on paper. My one and my two yeah. were the Sasha-Naya match, because, you know, I was pretty sure Sasha would get her win back, but, you know, it makes sense for Naya. And then my two was Braun and Roman, because... You know, they might hold off on the taker interference or it might be, a, you know, what a schmoz or whatever. Everything else kind of made sense. Uh, and then nothing made sense. And then the things <laughs> that I knew were going to happen still happened. And they managed to still piss me off while they did them, <laughs> which is really rare for them. Like, normally I have my expectations set. And it's like, OK, cool. I was already going to be angry. I can, like, sleep. But like 20 seconds and like why why would the bell ring when the music starts for the music uh, and i i mean the match was exact basically exactly how i booked it for like weeks uh where you'd have ko like taking a powder for the first like 
sure. five minutes actually being out there. Sure. Um, it was just a matter of whether or not they rang the bell when they fucking rang the bell. Uh, so that was dumb. Uh, and every every interference was. I mean, I guess you could technically use the literary term foreshadowing. Uh, so they were both foreshadowed um, over speakerphone. Uh, it, it was just, oh, no, let's talk about the Cruiserweights, man. They stole the show, <laughs> both of them, both matches. Yes, uh, you know, it's been great to see the WCW is back alive and well in 2017. <laughs> where the Cruiserweights are still in the show and the booking makes I- no sense whatsoever. I, uh, I've i been saying this for weeks now, and I just want it officially on wax. <laughs> Akira Tozawa is gonna get fucking over, like, gangbusters. Yeah. Yep. He is gonna be huge. Yep. He cuts a, a really good promo, mm-hmm. considering it's his second language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He... He's already got a catchy thing. Yeah. He's yep. got his his yes, basically. Yep. <laughs> and he fucking works like a madman. Yeah. Yep. He's fantastic. His, his finishing move is just like a snap suplex that looks like fucking devastating. Yeah. He, yeah, he'd take a basic move and added a twist to it. He has managed to somehow not rub anything off on his roommate Apollo Crews. And, <laughs> <laughs> and excel at many things that should be foreign to him. <laughs> and is great at it. It also reminds me. Oh, and his music kicks fucking ass. Yeah, his music's very good. So good. It's like some Kill Bill shit or something. Yeah, yeah. It's straight up Kill Bill, and it's it's fantastic. Uh, He managed to take something he kind of did on the Indies and blow it up, which is why Cesaro should have gone with Hay, and he didn't. Uh, So just a reminder, Claudio, you should have gone with Hay. Spencer, what were we gonna say? Uh, this might have been back during the Cruiserweight Classic. I, I don't remember the timeline, but uh, there's a video, like a WWE exclusive video, uh, behind the scenes of uh, Akira Tozawa and Apollo Crews mm-hmm. sort of like reuniting after several years. It's just like super uh, uh, like emotional because they're like best friends apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't think they would see each other for like, I don't know, maybe maybe ever. So like having him come back, uh, it, was, it was just it was really cool to see them like show emotion and like feel yeah. like real people. Which we don't get for Apollo Crews right now. Nope. You know, which is not his fault, but, you no. know. No, he should be killing in NXT right now, but he's not. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fastlane. So, already, I, this is why I really like to have Tope here, because Tope can, like, be my voice of reason. And Tope, at the end of this podcast, can surmise how we all feel about WrestleMania, uh, which, unfortunately, we're only going to get once on the road to WrestleMania, probably. Uh, but Fastlane, like, re instated this belief in myself that WrestleMania is the last thing I'm looking forward to of what we're doing WrestleMania weekend. And it's... Of yeah, the, honestly. yeah. Of the, of the three WrestleManias I've been to, and Rich, you could attest this because you've been with me for both WrestleManias, each of those WrestleManias we had reservations about, but they were definitively, like we talked about, I think, recently, like the, the two of the best WrestleManias of the past like 10 or 15 years we've been lucky enough to have. But even beyond that, they had multiple things that I could look at. Like, 24 had Flair's last match, Punk and Money in the Bank. For me, just for me personally. Taker and Edge, um, and it being my first Mania. For 28 in Miami, we had, I had Punk as champ. But beyond that, we had fucking Hell in a Cell, end of the era. Being dickheads and cheering for Cena against The Rock in Miami. Fucking yes, taking off and having, like, a massive mm-hmm. group. 
I cannot think of one single solitary thing on the on paper for WrestleMania right now that gets me fucking amped for it. Can you guys give me one? I have two things. I am. I'm not gonna go out and as far as to say fucking amped for because all those things were pretty huge that you just mentioned. Yeah, mm-hmm. and these are gonna be nice. These would be. I'd be amped for these if it was like on a payback. Uh, <laughs> so okay. I'm just trying to justify the money we spent. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. I was about to say, and I'm gonna bleep the amount. Tell me what I should be excited for at this yeah. payback. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited for, and they still have some twists and turns they could take uh, for how they get there, because there's still some interesting things they could do. Uh, but I'm excited for Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I am. It's been the best story. I told Tope I, I am fine. I can drum up a little bit of excitement for it. I'm just worried about the landing and the match being a Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt match. What I would expect it to be. I, I'm, like I said before, when we talked about this before, they've earned the the creative credit to just kind of like, however they want to finish this, they've earned it. Um, and I, I think it'll be a good match. I think both of them have something to prove at this stage in their careers for different reasons. And, uh, you know, Randy Orton burned a house down. Uh, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> did you guys see that, uh, the image somebody made of, uh, that's like Randy Orton dropping the hottest mixtape of 2017? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and, you know, we got some like Sister Abigail myth kind of revealed as, as well. Like yeah. she's dead, but like you know, she's you know, a real person, right? Well, that's like, and oh. we all know the track record of dead people in WWE. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so I, I just like a lot of the things going with that. I, I was hoping they would be able to figure Luke Harper into the actual match. It doesn't seem as though they're going to do that, but there's still time for that to happen. Don't forget, step uh, out of man. the picture. No, not and I. I will forget Eric Rowan, man. <laughs> and, and well, he can't have two matches in one night if he's going to have his rematch against The Rock. See, great point. Uh, I, I, love that I love that Eric Rowan will be Pete Rose to The Rock's cane. <laughs> honestly, how about it? <laughs> I just want to see him shit on fucking Orlando sports team, though. I sent some tickets for Alfred Payton, but he couldn't bend over to pick him up. <laughs> I told Kaka all he had to do was make this one goal, but he couldn't get it in the net. How about it? Um, Anthony Hardaway uh, says hello. <laughs> anyway, um, also, if Luke Harper does figure into that match, it just gives AJ Styles even more reason to be pissed off at Shane, yep. which, as much as I don't want to see that match, at least they're kind of sort of starting to make that make sense. Um I, AJ, AJ's going to fucking go berserk in that match in terms of like oh, going absolutely. out of his way to openly steal the show. Yes. Yeah. He's going he's going to treat Shane McMahon like the fall off of 20 foot things broom that he is. <laughs> exactly. And uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm also wholeheartedly, I mean, I mean, with all of my soul looking forward to John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Oh, you really? <laughs> I, I'll, 
I'll break you, bitch. <laughs> I am. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I will. I will cheer for Cena harder than you guys cheered for him at WrestleMania 28. Oh, I'm... I will cheer for Nikki harder than you guys cheered for Cena at WrestleMania 28. <laughs> okay, no, this is not, no, this is the deal. This is the idea. In honor of Tope not being able to join us, we have to fucking go berserk for Nikki Bella yeah. specifically. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If they win. I'll propose to John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my that's my level of expectation. If if he doesn't propose after the match, it's a fucking failure to me. No, no, no. Like, but what if they just troll uh, Paige and ADR and she proposes to him in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, tell me that's baby. not brilliant. That is brilliant. Also brilliant is uh, neither of those things happens, and they just awkwardly like really fuck in the ring for like twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like the rocks, the rocks plane gets delayed, and they're like, "Hey, should we throw like Sammy out there with Ziggler for like ten minutes to kill time?" Nah, just have Cena like reverse cowgirl Mickey Bell in the ring. But don't don't pre-plan it. Let him call it in the ring, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also, booking, also, all right? Nikki paid way too. Nikki paid way too much to be reverse cowgirl. That's a crude joke. And yeah, I apologize. Pre- yep. Here we are. Lord, I apologize. <laughs> hey, you want, to, you want to use the power to allow me to edit that out of the show? <laughs> um, I'm not excited about that, but I'm, I'm glad that you are. Spencer, is there anything beyond what uh, what Rich laid out that, that you are excited about? On paper? No, not not really. Um, they're, they're making it kind of hard for me. Uh, and, and rather than complain, which I'm going to try not to do here, um, maybe... Maybe we'll all get vouchers for some New Day ice cream. You know, maybe that's the thing we get. Is it sad that, like, after the potential of, like, Orton and Bray's story to, like, really be capped off, that actually getting fucking ice cream for, like, seeing my boy's dream come true via his friend actually happening? I know they're probably just going to be, like, lemon, like, like fruit-flavored popsicles, which is not what I want. But you no. know what? Fucking A. If they could do it, God bless them. I will happily spend ten stupid dollars for one of them. <laughs> Just like I want to give myself a, a personal uh, pat on the back, like Barry Horowitz. So I, when I visited my family a couple weeks ago in their hometown, we went to the mall there, and they have a stupidly big Fye, which of course Fye has a big partnership with WWE. They have a massive WWE section with all kinds of crazy merchandise. Uh, I grabbed the loot crate, which was like half off. So, like, just the T-shirt alone with the Enzo and Cash shirt that they wore a long time ago that was good, that's, like, worth the price alone. I got a bunch of other random shit we can give away at some point uh, that people will like. But um, they had bootios there. And, like, I held it in my hands. And I was like, there's no way in hell, as a father, that I can spend $12 on a box of cereal. <laughs> it was hard. Tell I'm telling Cereal's you, cereal's already expensive. Yeah, like it's. I always have to do the bogo at Publix, you know. And Sam and I, you know, yeah. it lasts for a couple weeks. Like a twelve dollar box of cereal, no matter how. I could have gotten a shirt with it; it would have been twenty five. And it's like okay, but still, like I know the shirt is basically twenty five. Like it, it, it was a mind fuck. I didn't do it, so I'm proud of myself. That said, I will happily buy ten dollar ice cream at WrestleMania because <laughs> regular ice cream there's probably like seven or eight. So you know, it's fine. Um, is there any Can other... we talk about while we're, the, while we're on the subject of this? What's up with this? Is now he did it at Fastlane and did it again Diggy. on the on the raw after Fastlane. They come out with the, uh, the ice cream cart and you know Xavier and uh, Kofi are acting like regular old New Day, having fun, you know, cutting up. And Biggie is just like fucked up 
on like who knows what. Like I literally he's entering the Scott Hall portion of his career. Yeah, he's like on mushrooms or something, dude. It's like touching and feeling the ice cream and just like singing fucking uh uh just songs. Songs, just songs. Singing Orton's song, like Yeah. They're openly talking about skeeting on WWE television as well. That's the other thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve years after Chappelle was like, these white people don't know what they're talking about. Um Yeah. We know now. I have I have many different theories on that. Number one, uh, he just don't give a fuck anymore what's being given to him. Because he did that sure. the two previous Daniel Bryan weeks, School of Thought. Yeah, he did the you know she Russian, right? line, which like I'm sure wasn't part of his script and got a great response. And then the following week he did that line where he's like yelled and goes, I didn't write that and then like just kept going. Oh, <laughs> so, that was really funny. Yeah. yeah, like he was like forced like I don't care what you do, but you gotta say this one line perfectly. okay. All right. Yeah. He's been killing it, so I think I think he just like just has no fucks left to give. B, there's a woman in there. <laughs> it's gonna be real that like he's just like trying to get down on her while she's in this poor pop cycle. Or three, I don't know why, but like I almost feel like it's gonna get to the point where like Xavier and Kofi are getting like annoyed by him, and it's leading to the turn. I'm not kidding. Like that, I that, almost, that is I, that is real life. The first thought that I had is like. Is this what it's gonna be? Because they're like, <laughs> the past two weeks, the past two times, like they look at him, like, dude, what the fuck are you like? Uh, it's like very understated, but like if it goes, if it's at Mania while they're hosting, there's no better time to do it. Like he goes too much. I think he should be the one that turns babyface, just because I don't want to lose. Like I don't want Kofi to go back to being a fucking babyface, and Xavier yeah. wants to be with Kofi to help his career out. So let E possibly have a chance to be that breakout star. Hey, let Vince McMahon be right after five years and let Big E be the star instead of Roman. Um, I'd take because, that. Yeah. Because that's... I'd watch Big E wrestle Undertaker. Yeah, that's what we... That's that, that was the argument when this whole started. Triple H wanted Roman. Vince wanted Big E. Triple H won. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Big E's like, hey, fuck that. Um, is there any match we like didn't talk about? Uh, we don't have to talk about Brock and Goldberg. Because they're going to do this a third time, technically fourth, if you want to count the rumble. Yeah, uh, and and I want to also reiterate what I said a few weeks ago. By the time that match comes on, we're going to want it to be quick. Yeah, um, it's true. And if uh, uh, if Naomi's back in time, I look forward to her returning. And that's right. And, I was uh, really psyched when, nice. when she won the title. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I read SmackDown spoilers. Do you guys want to know or not know? Uh, I'll, I'll find out in a day or two anyway. No, not, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, uh, they announced the women's match for uh, Mania, and it's literally just Alexa Bliss versus every woman on SmackDown for the title at WrestleMania. So I feel that's a way to kind of, like, open it up to where, like, if Naomi is ready, she can show up. Yeah. yeah. So is it going to be, like, like, a, like, a series, or is it going to be, like, a fiddle four-way kind of thing, or what? I, I, I've only, I'm going based off of the post-SmackDown uh, recap on uh, on Reddit. It's just that Brian announced Alexa Bliss versus all the women, so it might be like a like a scramble or kind of what they did at WrestleMania 30, where it was like literally like a 14 oh. way when they're all on the ring. Um, so yeah, so that's probably what it is going to be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I was excited for Newman. She was getting good reactions and is fucking really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Jericho and Owens, I Wait. am excited for, but I feel like they're going to hit their stride after Mania when they feud for like the following two months <laughs> after that. Like, like Mania is going to be the start of their feud, not the culmination of it. So it's hard to get up for it, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's going to have to fight to get maybe 10 or 12 minutes 
and they're going to get more time at extreme rules where they're going to try to fucking kill each other. Yeah. Um, I, I do say, like, I, the, the, the face turn of Jericho and the heel turn, like, the real heel turn of, of Owens was pretty well done. Oh. Uh, so you got to hand it to the guys. Like, when, when Jericho came out, like, couldn't have had the crowd more behind him. And when Owens came out, couldn't have had the crowd hate him anymore. Mm-hmm. And especially in the town of Chicago, who wants to cheer, like, the people who are just interesting, whether or not they're good or bad. They all fucking booed Owens, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. They, they allowed, they allowed, Chicago allowed them to, like, tell the story that they actually want to fucking tell. Mm-hmm. You know, the Festival of Friendship yeah, segment was seriously, like, one of the best segments they've done in a very, very long time from beginning to end. It yeah, was totally. fucking pitch perfect. Um, I figured we haven't recorded since that, um, or talked about it since then. Uh, so I'm still, yeah. you know, I'm fine with that. Uh, what other matches are either, like, rumored? We definitely uh, need to talk about uh, Charlotte uh, dropping the title. <laughs> or, or whatever, like, Bailey retaining. Bailey, Charlotte, uh, Sasha. Like, this. there's... There's so many things going there's on. There's remnants. There's, like, there's ectoplasm of a good story in there <laughs> with, like... Sasha just being a manipulative good friend, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, totally. The, there's a potential for Sasha. Well, it story. was like it it, 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 had like I said, it had that ectoplasm, but then it was like asked to catch the ghost by a second grader. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. that's a, that metaphor fucking went off the rails. Yeah, I got but, it. No, I got it. It's like if you're it's, watching Ghostbusters, but like they left in the scene of like Ernie Hudson's like little nephew catching the ghost accidentally in the movie. Yeah, it's. It's just so poorly done and written. It's just so poorly written. It's very poorly written. They have no idea how to write Bailey as a as as anything, but specifically as fucking Bailey, like who Bailey is. They just insist on keeping Charlotte exactly how she is, and Sasha is so miscast in her role, and just every week it just fucking is so bad. Well, I think Charlotte's fine, but the other three women, I'm including Dana in this one, yeah, they're just not writing them well. Like, no. why is Dana continually letting herself be shit on week after week? It didn't really make any sense. When also, Charlotte sent her the when Charlotte sent her to the back, it's like, oh, okay, well Dana's gonna come back out. She's gonna screw Charlotte. This is Dana's face turn or something. That makes sense. Like, imagine this scenario. The exact same thing happens. Bailey wins through uh, due to uh, interference, but it's because of Dana. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. Also, why is Dana like she hasn't been involved in like three months? I feel like like no. like they're just reinserting her because like she needs to have it done. And also, is Naya not involved in this now? I'm not complaining <laughs> that Naya is being left out, but that is also another cog to tell a more interesting story than these three being told essentially the same story they've been telling since Bailey got called up. Yeah, the whole this entire storyline has like. Uh, uh, short-term memory loss. Yeah, and they, and they, they just forget who they're using. And they simply don't want to tell the easy, predictable story. Like I, I understand their mindset of, oh, everyone's just going to expect Charlotte's pay-per-view streak to end at WrestleMania by Bailey finally getting the victory in this big, nice moment. But like, we, we don't want you to expect it, so we're not going to do it. Well, you know what? Maybe sometimes we just want to be fucking dumb and experience it and let it happen. Like, don't yeah, fucking sort of yeah. Like the story, if the story fucking works, just let it happen. And it's not always just the fact that it's like, oh, just go with the simplest thing. Because sometimes we just want to be dumb and experience and let it happen. Sometimes, like that's just what is what is actually satisfying. Yeah, you know what I always hated about watching uh, A New Hope. At the end, Luke wins. <laughs> I like saw that coming from the start. 
Oh, son of a bitch, they got me again. Yeah, that's why Star Wars is such a bad movie and everyone hates it. Yeah. So predictable. Yeah. It happens so much. And also... And that's why NXT was so... It is so great. Or was so great, especially in their, like, era. was like, you knew that whole storyline that Sami Zayn was gonna win the title. Like, it's gonna happen. And when it happened, nobody was upset about it because, oh, it finally happened. Yay. But they built to it well. Well, and... Well, at, at, that also, point, at, at that point, it's up to the wrestlers to like tell a good story in the ring to make you think it's not going to happen. Exactly. But guess what? Right. It always exactly. Yeah. yeah. And 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 back on your Star, Star Wars, Wars point, yeah. like when you take the long view of that, you can give Luke that win because you're going <laughs> to give Vader the next win. Yeah. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Well, even even just in that microcosm of just Episode Four, Luke's coming in here with all his boys, and we're in the Death Star trench. Oh shit, we're all dead. Oh, it's just me, Luke. Oh, here comes Darth Vader. He's going to shoot me out of the sky. JK, here comes Han Solo and says, yeah, classic, uh, uh, you know, white meat baby face, yep. uh, you know, showing that fire. And then and then the run in yeah. Han Solo with the run in. Yep. All right. We need to have a bonus. We need, we need to have a bonus episode where we literally go over every single Star Wars movie just in a wrestling context. <laughs> in wrestling that, that shouldn't be that hard. It, it's no, hard. Really... no, it's not going to be hard at all. But like really get into it. Like analyze. I mean, analyze if Yoda turned hard. That one. I was gonna say Yoda's classy, Freddy Blassie. Oh, okay, okay. Game I was thinking like, who's, who's, you cra- are. who's a crazy old man? Uh, Bob Backlund. Yeah, that works. Um, I think Anakin turned heel a little bit too much. Like he can't kill kids. Um, yeah, it's a little too far. <laughs> yeah, a little too far. Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, WrestleMania. Hey, man, like we just Anakin in episode two had that X Pox heat. We just want him to go. <laughs> He's coarse. He gets everywhere. Right. <laughs> and he uh, charged for Binks. Stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the Jar Binks is the gobbledygooker of... Oh, I was going to say Kamala as well, but yeah. I mean, they both work for different reasons. Yeah, they, yeah. Very much. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, anything Mania. So, like, rounding out, we have uh, whatever they're going to doing with the Raw Tag titles, SmackDown titles. I don't even think American Alpha... They might have released American Alpha. I don't fucking know. Um... <laughs> Honestly, don't fucking know. No, 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 awesome. They they signed American Alpha to a, a talking smack exclusive. Contract. Good, good use of them. Perfect. God damn it. Uh, they're doing Ambrose and Corbin. I hope that makes the main card for both of their hard work and sake. Yeah. Um, what One thing oh. I just thought about when Rich and I saw uh, Corbin wrestle not too long ago in Chicago, and it was kind of the pits and. We thought, you know what, maybe some of it is because of the style of WWE. They tape live, so they have to fill time because of commercials. So there's going to be some like slow spots. Maybe during this match, because it's WrestleMania, there are no commercials. Maybe we'll get a good match out of Corbin. Maybe. I think also, I mean, if they make it some sort of like stipulation match, like I saw someone post on Reddit a few weeks ago, like if they make this the, the street fight match that sure. Ambrose wanted to have with Lesnar, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that could be a good match. That, that makes way more sense. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it suits both of their styles much more. Totally. So, you know, you can always hold out hope. I mean, if there's, if anything, the lacklusterness of this WrestleMania makes it possible for at least four matches to try and steal this show. Exactly. Like, very unexpectedly. For, um, we haven't even talked about, I, I don't know if they will be doing this. Um, but... Well, they're on the different brands, so they wouldn't really be able to be thrown into a some sort of fucking bullshit ladder match. 
But uh, like uh, Joe and Zane, I assume is going to continue, even though. I guess uh, I was expecting. I wasn't sure what was closing the show last night. And... One person loses all the time. That's exactly exactly. I I, I thought that. If Finn is ready, I think they want to use Finn for a Mania debut. At this point, it's super short, like three weeks to build that up to whatever it is. So I almost feel like they're saving him for after Mania now. But I literally thought like the only person that would have been available for him was Joe. Um, so I guess they still do Zayn and Joe, or they're both being thrown into the Battle Royal. Like, I have no idea. Because the Andre Battle Royal is happening, because on SmackDown, Mojo declared himself to be the first one. And Dolph is now, like, in it, too. Because Dolph Ziggler's career is that. And uh, But yeah, I, I guess that's... They're either wrestling each other again, because there's no there's no like ladder multi man match to do. Yeah, and I mean they both were in the opening segment of Raw, and it just sucks. Like literally, when someone loses as frequently as Sami Zayn does, you start to wonder in kayfabe anyway why they still have a job. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, it's like why Heath Slater wasn't like, this guy's. <laughs> well, know? right. Well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> Make them brothers. <laughs> Make them cousins. <laughs> uh, like Jamie Noble and Nunzio. Um, yeah. Fucking, I, because also I think Joe's Joe got all fucked up based on whatever happened with Triple H and Rollins, which, like, I think is still happening, right. but is not going to be an official match. That's uh, looks like it's going to be just like a, a big fight segment. It'll it'll be the it'll With, be the Rock Ronda Rousey fucking segment. It'll be thirty five fucking minutes, but it won't be yeah. official. It'll be some big ass in ring. Well, still, like twelve of those minutes are going to be Triple H's entrance because you better believe he's still getting his WrestleMania entrance. Kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? He is so out of movies. He did. He's kind of <laughs> Mad. He's kind of Mad Max. He's done the Terminator. He's done Conan. What else is in that fucking wheelhouse for him? RoboCop. <sighs> Man, he could do like Arrival and come down in a big ass space pod. It's too, <laughs> no, too, modern. Like... too modern for him. <laughs> too, way too modern. Uh, I feel like there's a good answer for this. I feel like there's a perfect, predator? perfect one. Triple H coming out as a predator would be pretty badass, I will say. Yeah, but that's also kind of like taken away from Balor's deal a little bit. All right, how about this? Wild Wild West, he comes out in a giant Metal robotic spider. spider. <laughs> I just want to see Cool Mo D sing Triple H to the ring. Um, <laughs> so like, that's going to take up time. And then uh, what else? I mean, we've just, we just refuse to talk about Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, right? <laughs> like, like I mean, that's going to be that's going to be what the pits. So. So what happened? All right. So, it's, Rich, it's been, Rich, it's been a while. Can retrospective Rich tell me what happened last night? Uh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, at uh, Fastlane, uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman had a fight because they're two big, angry people. <laughs> and Roman Reigns won. And so, uh, the next night, Braun Strowman uh, didn't didn't like that Roman Reigns won. And so... <laughs> He um, says, I don't want to match. I just want to fight. Because I can fight. <laughs> I can fight too. Me, me, I'll, I'll, you know where to find me. In the middle of the ring at the end of the night. 
So, and the night comes, Braun Strowman comes out, and he yells into the microphone. <laughs> and then, in a rousing rendition of Name That Tune, uh, the first note of Roman Reigns' music plays, um, and then doesn't, and then Undertaker's music plays. 30 minutes later, Undertaker's in the ring of Braun <laughs> And then, and then they make eye contact, and Braun Strowman does the first time he is not like a shark and goes backwards. <laughs> uh, this oh, can I just p- pipe in? This guy's like six foot eleven. He's walking backwards from a fifty year old dude. Go on. It. It. Let me also just pipe in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The look they gave each other was kind of weird. So they looked weird at each other. It was almost like it was uh, like he was meeting his dad for the first time. Which if they if they worked that in, cool. Sure. And then Braun Strowman leaves through the people. <laughs> that was weird as fuck. Alright, sorry. And then Roman Reigns. Shows up late to his fight. <laughs> Walks into the ring with the Undertaker, who is not Braun Strowman, and talks about yards. <laughs> and then gets choke slammed. And I ask you this, my friends where were you able to find Roman Reigns at the end of the night? In the middle of that ring. <laughs> uh, also, apparently, Corey Graves can book... <laughs> Corey Graves can book matches now because he's like, I guess they're gonna have to settle this at WrestleMania. It's like all they did was look at the sign. Maybe they were just admiring that... how well the sign was made. That is, that is how the first uh, Triple H, um, uh, or at least the WrestleMania Twenty Seven Triple H Undertaker match got booked too. Was true. They just fucking looked at it and pointed at it and then jerked off at it. <laughs> Can we just talk about what a fucking shit show that segment was, real quick? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you mean Rich Bron- didn't? <laughs> yeah, Rich is like. <laughs> Stroman comes out. All right, here comes Roman. Nope, JK is Undertaker. Okay, cool. What's Undertaker's reason? You know, he doesn't have one. Okay, so Braun's going to back down. What's his reason? Doesn't really have one. All right. Roman comes out, confronts Undertaker. Why is Roman confronting Undertaker? You know, he doesn't really have a reason. And then Undertaker chokeslams him. Why does he do that? Well, because he deserved it, because Roman's a piece of shit, and no one likes Roman. (laughs) So at least the Undertaker... So always forgive him. (laughs) Undertaker's been around for a while. He's he's got uh, motivation. (laughs) He's he's taking some Meisner classes. He, he He knows what's going on. But you know what I mean? Like none of it made any goddamn sense. It was basically just someone saying back. It was it was like a lazy writer's room that went, ah, oh, shit. We go on when? Half an hour? Ah, oh, god, I don't know. Where's Undertaker? Is he around? Yeah, sure. That that'll get him. It was, Done. That was, yeah. It was so easy. It was like why did Goldberg show up? Why did why did Lesnar show up? Why did Undertaker show up? No reason. Just to pop the crowd. Yeah, it was so easy to like either because we I know what Strowman's gonna do. I'm guessing the Andre Battle Royal, which he should win. Um. But, like, it's very easy to reward. 
the, on the whatever the fuck the armbar, he should win it in like thirty five seconds. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, just throw yeah. motherfuckers over yeah. the like, just boom, boom, he boom, boom. Just spin his arms like a helicopter. Yeah, like when you yeah. were a kid, you were bored. Did you ever just spin? Sure. <laughs> he should do that. Yeah. Bro, and, like, wins, wins, and then just shouts like Foley. I said, give me some competition. Be like, great. Jesus Christ. I, I hope he's still doing that when Foley gets fired. <laughs> It's like Joe's regal. It's it's bronze thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, reward him for his hard work in his year. Maybe make it a triple threat. Taker does not look felt at all. He he is a little pudgy, and you know, God knows what he's gonna get out of you know this match. Putting Braun in there gives more of a chance to do things. Okay, you know, I'm more... that, that Braun Roman match at Fastlane was was good. Was better than yeah. it had any. Fucking right being. Absolutely. I have a hot take on that match. Braun carried Roman in that match. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I heard Brent Alvarez say, like, you know what? Roman got a real good match out of Braun. And I was like, what fucking match were you watching? Yeah, I get that you know what that. you're talking about, and I'm a nobody, Brent yeah. Alvarez. But that was like, But you're wrong. But you're wrong. <laughs> he's, wrong. He's, he's wrong a lot. He's wrong a lot. Don't worry about it. Uh, he's wrong like, a lot. Yeah. Braun was fucking carrying the match. That, yeah. The fact that Braun climbed up onto the top turnbuckle already done best match of the night like, sure. what are you so, doing you don't sure. care also how pissed was arn anderson backstage <laughs> he was so mad he's like god damn it i told big show for 20 years not going the goddamn top rope <laughs> um but so i was like okay you know that or if they didn't do that and then what happened happened it's like again there was such an easier way to tell that story roman eliminated the undertaker at the royal rumble so the undertaker right can either interrupt Roman Reigns celebrating his victory against Braun or cost Roman the match and Braun doesn't lose his undefeated streak by mm-hmm. interrupting the match and doing that. But instead, yeah. let's do something that we... I, you can't even explain why it is happening. No. And you can explain why they didn't do the interruption stuff because they already booked for two interruptions earlier that night. Uh, but don't do that because it would have made those matches better. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all inexplicable, and yes, they do have time to tell us why. Do I expect them to? No. Uh, and if they do, do I expect it to be worth a goddamn? No. <laughs> I would like explanation of is why Goldberg so awkwardly held on to the title for so long when he was about to get F five. <laughs> I fucking knew you were gonna bring that up. Because it was weird. It's, it's you know I'm all about the minutia, and that was weird, man. Hey, he's an old man. Old people like their things, you know. Like he doesn't want doesn't want to let go of it. He's worked really hard to get that. He has that was the first bump he's taken as champion, and since he's been back, okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that matter, like for 14 years, 17, whatever it's been, 14 also, years. Yeah, it's it's probably. He probably has taken like twenty bumps his entire career. Uh, I meant to ask a question earlier, so I'm gonna uh, do a series of questions now. Um, I want you guys to give me a percentage on these questions. Uh, what percent chance is there that the Brock Lesnar Goldberg match is like the same length of the Survivor Series match with the opposite result? Oh God, dude. Ah, uh, oh man, why you gotta do this to me? <laughs> I, want to, I want to say it's low, but then I start thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Like, basically, if, if you be the outcome, 
Technically, they sh- they face down each other for longer, but the bell doesn't actually ring until way late into the face-off or something. Mm-hmm. So the total the total match time does end up being like 30 seconds, even though they're in the ring together for five minutes or something. Yeah. So percentage? Oh, God, dude. 55%. I think I, that's what I kind of have it around too, right, Rich? I'm gonna go 35%, and here's yeah, why. Okay, I could see it being made a, a no DQ match, um, because they tend to do that. Because let's give ourselves the fucking latitude to do what we need to do and take the liberties we need to take. Um, and. You know, 3F5 seems to be Brock's number, and it's going to take a little more than a minute 26 to get off 3F5, so. What percentage of the chance is Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker? 75. You, oh, I was going to offer to go first this time since you went last this time. This is easier. Cool. <laughs> he's, and he's not elaborating. Yeah. Like, the the fact now that the streak's been broken, it's fair game. Yeah. Um, and just also the... just. What a historic WrestleMania! Roman Reigns has done it! The big dog has beaten the dead man! This is historic! And just, like, such an age discrepancy, too. Yeah. Um, like, when you look, like when they were standing in the ring next to each other, it was just such a young man, old man mm-hmm. thing. Um, I was, I was going to go with 80%. Just because yeah. I think when I've always looked at Roman Reigns, I think the number 80%. I don't know why that number just pops into my head. What a great, what a great uh, gimmick! Eighty percent Roman Reigns. It's fitting. <laughs> it's fucking fitting. Uh, and then my final question: What percentage of the building will be left when Roman Reigns beats the Undertaker? Uh, what what percentage of a chance we have getting out of that building alive when the riot happens when Roman Reigns wins? Uh, I'm I'm living there. <laughs> <laughs> It's know, sh- the fire is gonna glue me to the seat. <laughs> it's a sh- it's a shitty building, so we're not gonna be able to subsist long. All the vendors there are independent vendors. They don't. Well, I guess they've renovated the building. I don't know. I haven't been there since they since the last WrestleMania. So who knows? That's gonna be an event. No. Yeah. No. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I honestly, well, I, I feel like Orton and well, Bray is gonna be the main event because it is the WWE should. title. It should. It should. Be. And if Goldberg and Lesnar is going to be shorter and is also going to have Lesnar as champion, unless there's some kind of hijinks at the end, either way. I mean, the hope I hold for that being the main event is, but it was still Undertaker. The fact that Undertaker Edge was the main event, uh, which was the SmackDown main event over Cena and, and what was it, fucking Big Show and... No, it was a Cena, Triple H, and Orton. Triple H and Orton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, on paper, you think, well, like, well, duh, of course they would make that the main event, but it wasn't. Yeah. So that's the only hope, is 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 fucking eight years ago. Oh, boy. Yeah, eight years is a long time for, for Undertaker. Yeah, I think I, it, it's between, I don't, I think it'll be one of the title matches. I don't think Taker and Reigns will main event. I don't. Unless it really is Taker's last match, but there's no indication of that at all. So, yeah. which should have been. Aside from ago. his body. Yeah, aside, <laughs> aside from the fact that he is literally almost a dead man. Um, Shawn Michaels back in and have him retire Undertaker, given the Ric Flair treatment. You would make Matt White so happy because Matt White literally talks about it every single time I see Matt White. He thinks that's what should happen, I mean, and he's going to be there live. So like, oh, but the thing is, it's it. really not even crazy. Like, Shawn Michaels could probably go right now. Shawn Michaels showed up in his gear to WrestleMania last year. Last yeah, looked looked better than looking great. Looked better than like more than like most of the main roster. Yeah, <laughs> where's Austin? 
and gave a stunner and broke, broke his, his arm off. <laughs> yeah, he's like a broken GI Joe. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, what's uh, throw him in the dollar bin? I don't know. So yeah, give like, this one to your dog. Like I know he's like sticking by his guns because he doesn't want to come out of retirement the way Flair came out of retirement mm. after he retired Flair. Sure, sure. But at the very least, you'll be coming out of retirement against the guy who retired you to retire him. It'd be fucking yeah. It'd be fitting. It's it so be good. A, it would be. It'd be an Boros. Yeah. yeah. What you said was better. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between coming out of retirement in at WrestleMania against your greatest opponent ever and Ric Flair going to Australia to fucking bleed with Hulk Hogan because he needs the money. <laughs> and then oh, and then get thrown in a bunch of holes by Abyss, which leads me to that, TNA. <laughs> slash no longer TNA, which leads me to Impact Wrestling. Uh, there's... We said we'd always record when TNA was dead. Uh, well, oh, the, as, a name, yeah. as a name, it's dead. It's now Impact Wrestling. Brits, uh, did you read any of the spoilers for the next, like, several weeks? Sort of and sort of not. Like, I... God. So... Holy shit. <laughs> I know that Lashley lost the title to El Patron... Alberto Del Rio was wrestling for TNA. Yeah. Yes. They asked Not TNA Impact uh, Wrestling. Excuse me. And Alberto Del Rio. Uh, yeah. Here's here's what you need to know. On his debut, it was vacated. Oh, let me add this in real quick. On his debut, when he came on to the ramp, his name on the screen was Alberto De Patron, and they had to go back and fix it to Alberto El Patron before he came out for his match an hour later. <laughs> hey, man. Hashtag make impact great again. <laughs> oh, God. You're not, well, you're not I'm joking. not shitting you. Uh, dog. I'm not it's... fucking shitting you. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I think boy. they got rid of the again part because on their all their promotional materials, it just says make impact great. But still, don't fucking do that. Let me, let me go full conspiracy theory on you. You ready for this? Oh, please. Okay, so. If make... this ends up with. Fucking no! Just check this out, dog. Make impact great again, right? It's playing off of Donald Trump's campaign slogan: "Make America great again." Well, guess who Donald Trump is in bed with? He's in bed with the Russians. It's not even a, up for debate at this point. It's a fact. Yes. Well, what was the name of the aircraft that the Russians used in North Korea? Their MiGs. M I G. Make impact great. Those motherfuckers are in bed with the Russians. I believe it. I don't know anything about Anthem. I don't know what this company does. Fucking. I thought this was just all going to end with with uh, Donald Trump uh, being uh, controlled like one of the fucking uh, human suits in Men in Black and just it's a little <laughs> Jeff Jarrett inside. <laughs> Mikey, when they let you out of jail? <laughs> Orion is on the belt. <laughs> no. yeah. The championship belt. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, so, so, so you want me to put my guitar on your head? A lot less? And he still doesn't fucking draw any fucking money. Uh, briefly recap everything that happened. Yes, Del Rio won the title. I'm just calling him fucking Del Rio. I don't care. Uh, it was a dusty finish. They gave it back to Lashley immediately. Uh, Josh Matthews is now his Twitter character and is like an angry commentator that everybody hates. It was Borash. Uh, Matt Morgan is back. LAX, LAX are back and they're tag team champions. Uh, Magnus is back because his wife is terrible at getting him a job. Um... <laughs> Fucking, they got uh, rid of anyone that was interesting. They got rid of everyone that's interesting. Jeff, uh, 
Jeff, I don't even know who Jeff is. Jeff is a guy. <laughs> there are like four different authority figures. Bruce Pritchard's on television. Uh, Dutch Mantel is on television. Still in the motorized cart. It's like, I don't know if he just actually can't walk anymore. <laughs> Maybe. I, uh, if he is, I'm sorry. Karen Jarrett is back on television, squirting everywhere. Um, uh, they openly, every single one of them also has been talking about, quote, the previous stupid management and how they've ruined this company. They've been burying it on every turn they can. Uh, Jarrett's also bringing all of his stupid GFW people in. So now there's like a tag team called like Reno Scum. Um, like that's going to be popular and fun. Um, <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, uh so... no, go ahead. I, I, I've seen so much. My eyes have seen the coming of the glory of the fucking nothing. So, uh, the, the actually interesting part, uh, about this to me was the reason, like the financial reason why, like all of their top stars left, like the Hardys, like Drew Galloway, like Jade, who's actually a very good wrestler, uh, but you don't, you never heard of her. Because she was in the Indies and then went to Impact, so you've never heard of nope, her. Never heard of her. Um, I assume she is Asian. Am I right? She yes. Is, yes. Surprise. <laughs> With a name like Jade, you know. God damn it. Um, she was, she can we think of a better name? Let me spitball some names for Asians. Ready for this? Tiffany. Brittany. Uh, Jamila. Like, guess what? Any fucking name. Names be, are names. Names are names. Yeah. Why do we have to name every fucking Asian woman Jade? Well... In the Indies of her own volition. I don't know if this is a real name either. She went by Mia Yim. So even Mia. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, oh, her, did no. they lose anyone else? Uh, they did. Let's just remember, her real name is Stephanie Bell. Um, they <laughs> lost uh, Maria and Mike Bennett coming off of like their best segment that they've had in right. non-Hardy related in fucking years. The wedding. Uh, so... The reason why they lost a lot of these people, um, some of it was due to, to either bad blood because somebody married a very uh, hot-tempered Latina, uh, or <clears throat> it was mostly financial because they changed their pay structure mm-hmm. to where um, previously talent got paid by the episode. So when they would uh, record episodes of Impact, they would record in blocks. They would record like three episodes in one night. The next night, they would record three more episodes. They have six weeks of television. In the can, mm-hmm. uh, as as is basically done in television. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fucking cast of Friends made what a million dollars an episode last yep. season or whatever. Right. You get paid like by the episode. Sure. How else would you get paid? Yeah. Uh, no, you get paid by the day you work. Uh, so instead of just basically being paid like you know, um, like ten or fifteen thousand dollars per episode, uh, they went. To, and change to like, okay, well, you get, you'll get $20,000 for the day. It's like, uh, dog, you're short. You're short you're, this is a big pay cut. Whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big pay cut. Which, like, I mean, understandably, TNA's never been great with money. Yeah, right. Um, but, like, that's just not how TV is done. Mind you, most of wrestling isn't how TV is done anyway. But that's a whole other fucking conversation. Well, still, though, I mean, but, but you know, in the, in the days of the territories and stuff, you know, Oh, you, you wrestled tonight? You got 50 bucks or whatever it is. You yeah. Know? So it's like those nights you're wrestling, those are yeah. episodes, essentially. Yeah. Um, I, uh, just go. 
Let me so. let me just point out that the the, the baby fa- the big baby faces in the, the night for the final taping was was Alberto El Patron, Matt Morgan, Magnus, and Chris Masters. Now Chris Adonis. Uh, those are your big baby faces in this company's rebirth. I didn't say EC3 because he's turning heel and he's already tapped out to Alberto El Patron when he didn't lose for like three fucking years. Yeah, so they're also gonna so they're gonna absolutely bastardize the best homegrown thing they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, they which fine fucking shoot him over to NXT and have him tag with Bobby Roode. Honestly, Hello. or feud with Bobby Roode. Yep. There's, he embroiled with Bobby Roode, those two characters, as is forever. Basically, you know the show Billions? <laughs> Do that with them. <laughs> um, uh, all the freaky sex stuff included. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and that's the thing. is like a lot of these elements on paper, like Mullen will tell you, I always loved the potential of Matt Morgan. Mm-hmm. That was seven years ago. <laughs> I love me some Matt Morgan is a quote from, I think... Seven of the first 15 Potswoggles of Rich. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, fiery Babyface Del Rio. He was great in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He should have just went back to fuck Lucha Underground. Definitely. They um, killed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did they officially kill him, though? Uh, I don't think it was on screen, but he was, like, up on a cork board. Like, yeah. He, he yeah. Cork board. Missing, right? I don't think he was officially killed. Like, you yeah. could get him back. And, yeah. I mean... There's dragons. When, I was gonna say when half the <laughs> roster on Lucha Underground are like million million year old ancient Aztecs. Like, yeah, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think. No, but fuck that. When you die in the real world, you are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then who else did you list off there as far as like their Magnus. baby faces? <sighs> yeah, no. <laughs> and then Chris fucking Masters, Chris Adonis. Yeah, Master, no. he got good, but come on, it's so fucking like see-through because it's fucking Jarrett. Jarrett's just bringing all his GFW cronies aboard. Yeah. Uh, Rich, do you have any hot takes on Jeff Jarrett? I got one from 97. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Probably the same as Rich's. <laughs> uh, so, so right now I'm going through and watching old episodes of uh, Raw and Nitro and Jeff Jarrett is just, I mean, I get that's probably not him. But just trying to insert himself into the Four Horsemen, and it's like, why are we watching this happen at all? Mm-hmm. And it's not really being explained. It's like, who's this guy? Why does he think he deserves to be in the Four Horsemen? And why Why does Arn Anderson not just punch him in the fucking mouth and have done with it? <laughs> I mean, it's really any situation with Jeff Jarrett, really. Uh, or like with Arn Anderson, just fucking punch him in the mouth and be done with it. <laughs> punch that dude in the mouth and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Arn Anderson is the Ron Swanson of wrestling. <laughs> yes. Rick, yeah. Rick Flair would have had only two wives if Arn Anderson had done that his entire life. <laughs> um, I went... um, and that's all well and good. And now it is time for the pot swaggle. Fuck you of the week. Fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Illiterate piece of shit! I, I fucking you every time you're you're like the fucking the 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 fucking Michael Corleone that no one wants. Because as we think you're out, you fucking drag yourself back in out of the fucking the carny primordial ooze that is the wrestling business. How? 
on earth? Dear God, do you find yourself back in the same situation over and over and over and over again? We had finally relegated you to minor league baseball stadiums and shitty green belts and and mall time gold schemes and 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 Kurt Angle's discarded wife. What? <laughs> yourself you find yourself back in charge of a company that you're just gonna completely turn brown because what you like to do is you like to put it up your butt and then take it out and so here's time for a show and we put on our show time for you to go back up my butt until it's time for us to put on another show and you come on out and yeah i know our colors are black and blue but this is brown and you're the worst thing you delusional <laughs> cracker! <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe we have a reboot of a "fuck you" of the week series on this show. We had a trilogy, and he's back to be rebooted. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> it makes money, man. That's why Hollywood does this. Motherfucker just won't retire. Just. Just make some friends, man. <laughs> Settle down. I have. What? Gotta make a spreadsheet and get a job. <laughs> uh, I have. I have several things to add. Also, to let you brief. Number one, one of the things I'm most excited about, possibly being at WrestleCon shows, is uh, the hopes that we see Jeff Jarrett drunk out of his ass again, like he was either last year or the year before, and we possibly get spit on by Karen Jarrett. Um, so we need to get back in touch with Brandon Warren so he can give us that vaccine for, like, syphilis that he had. Uh, number two, I'm on the GFW roster page right now. Still on this roster page. Magnus is still Global Force Champion because they've never had any other shows. Except Cody Rhodes wearing this stupid green fucking belt. They have Sanjay Dutt still on here who's actively trying to become a fucking coach for WWE. Kale Sonnen is still here. Chuck Chuck Taylor doesn't want to be involved. Cliff Compton's retired. Colt Cabana has never met Jeff Jarrett. Duggan is just on the roster page. Uh, fucking Jimmy Rave, I think, died a few years ago. Duggan guessed the password and then put it. <laughs> the Barbarian's daughter is still a thing. Uh, Scott Steiner looks like he's holding green energy in his hands, which he can do, because I love Scott Steiner. Shelton Benjamin, who still technically is signed by WWE. And uh, and they have 36,000 Facebook likes, which is literally all the people Jared has sold gold to. <laughs> Fuck all of this. Let's go to live events and tickets. Let's see what we can get, huh? And I have a virus. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on live events slash tickets. And it says, live events, no articles found. Sorry, there are no articles here. You can contact us to resolve this problem, or you can go back to the homepage. Don't have a yeah. website! Send all emails to jeff.jarrett at sbcglobal.net <laughs> at webtv.com <laughs> at angelfire. Uh, actually, we do have to wrap this up now, because Mullet, you have to cancel all your credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, fuck Oh man, I was just, I, oh my, I, my debt column consolidation loading can get approved now, son of a bitch. Debt consolidation! Game, it's like, the word that government doesn't want you to know about. 
Matthew, let's go. This always ends with Matthew, let's go. I would trust him with a wrestling company more than Jeff Jarrett. I would 100% yeah. make Matthew, let's go. The fucking president of Impact Wrestling. I would watch any wrestling fed that had Matthew Lesko as the commissioner. Absolutely. I would watch. Yeah, I would watch. Yeah, I'd watch Global Force Wrestling if Matthew Lesko was <laughs> the fucking GM. Um, okay. I can't believe that a new trilogy has started. Rich, I'm sure we will have the opportunity for you to do two more fucky of the weeks on Jeff Jarrett. But, uh, it's just fucking amazing how he immediately. <laughs> We're going to get that trilogy tonight, my friend. <laughs> oh I've never heard the word immediately said with such fucking everything. Good Lord. Just as if they were magnetic opposites. I'm pretty sure at the start of my rant, that picture on the wall was straight. And now it's crooked. <laughs> at least it looks crooked. That might be my eyes. I'm... Rich is having a stroke right now. <laughs> hey, that makes a what baker's dozen as it comes to Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> His last words. It wasn't so much his last words as like an entire rant. It was immediately, but it's 19 syllables. Like as he's being lowered into the ground, he's and another thing. The only things that had anyone talking about impact over the last two fucking years. Immediately <laughs> was fucking repelled. <laughs> As if they were magnetic opposites. Right. Good ideas cannot be in the same vicinity as the bad they, idea that Jeff Jarrett They is. can't. Yeah. And they haven't been his whole career. Look at them. That, oh, yeah. Let me wear these weird fucking straps on the, my upper torso. I'll never get that. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me. Here's, here's a good catchphrase. Slap nuts. <laughs> that's good with the kids, right? Yeah. That's my answer to suck it. Slap nuts. Uh my tights. Oh, I'm going to reinvent myself. What's my tights? Arrows pointing down. That's sending the right signals. <laughs> I am shocked that fucking What Ella... a fucking monster. <laughs> uh, I, I had a point. I literally Oh, I, I remember this. I am shocked that in the midst of like all the Hardy renegotiations that he somehow didn't like retain Senor Benjamin and nothing else. <laughs> like that it just has like Matt Hardy's father-in-law, but like not the Hardys. Also, let's just remember that Billy Corgan is better at doing wrestling than somebody that has been in the business his entire life. Hey Mullet. Yeah. Who whose singles have you bought more of? Man, you're man. Fuck, you're lucky that I I was a really big Smashing Pumpkins fan in high school. But, but the fact that it was number it. in each of those categories, fuck, it was yeah. close. All right, man. And also, I wanted the I had the shirt, and my mom liked the song. Fuck, man. I I thank God I like the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Also, what? I also I bought the Zwan CD, which somehow makes okay, all I of this worse. Yeah. Why don't they just do a co-op, man, with my baby tonight tonight? <laughs> Fuck. This has been RJ Hates Rap. <laughs> That's the joke you were meant to tell. I yeah, know. I my life has a purpose. Um I uh um on the off chance that we through some WrestleCon shenanigans do happen to be at the same bar as Jeff Jarrett. Can we make one of the Patreon reach goals uh, my bail? 
<laughs> Rich, I, Rich, again, unless GFW has seriously fucked my computer up beyond all recognition, <laughs> if I get approved for this loan, I will pay it myself. <laughs> just for you to take a swing at Jeff. Or, you know, I don't want you to take a swing. I just want you to go up and go, hey, Jeff, can I buy you a drink? There's one condition. If I buy you this drink and you drink it, you get out of the wrestling business, you dumb fucking hillbilly motherfucker. <laughs> Green belt cracker! <laughs> you have to immediately leave the wrestling business. Uh, I hope he's... Nope, I'm not going to finish that. Or... Rich, earlier you met... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Spencer. No, I'm going to change the subject. No, I was say, or you just fuck Karen Jarrett. <laughs> Come on. What? Have some decency, man. <laughs> you wouldn't? That's a married woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse, <laughs> excuse the fucking tits off of me. I thought you hated Jeff Jarrett, but I guess not. Hey, marriage is sacred, man. <laughs> also, they might be into that. <laughs> it's true. True. Uh, you know, hey, DDP and Bischoff used to swap wives. You never know what Jarrett's into. Uh, Spencer, please change the subject. Uh, Rich, what you what did you mention earlier? Reach goals for what? For our Patreon. Our Patreon. Arcade Audio officially has a Patreon now. What? Man. That's big news, Rich. <laughs> Was this yeah, Rich. Like a big... hey, I feel like yeah, we're. <laughs> Let's get the little sketch real quick. Okay. I was say, hey, Rich, thanks for blowing all your energy on Jeff Jarrett. Talk about the potentially life-changing news uh, of our Patreon. Yeah, fucking uh, uh, donate or whatever. I don't give a shit. Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got a Patreon up and up and going for uh, for the network for Arcade Audio. We do. Um, it's been a, a, a quite some time uh, in the works, and honestly, um, if. Uh, if I could be serious for a second here, uh, thank you, Spencer, uh, for putting in a lot of the the, the footwork um, towards getting this actually like off the ground and going. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh, you've been a big help. And um, well, you know, in in between when I'm not doing my blog, which is very often, I had a lot of time <laughs> to just put my nose to the grindstone, <laughs> get it done. And then when you when you had to give yourself time to eat in between Zelda, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, do you want to uh, kind of run down and like what the uh, what the whole gimmick uh, that we got there is? Yeah, so I mean, uh, just real quick, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail, but basically, uh, this is a Patreon for the entire podcast network for Arcade Audio. Um, if you like, if you like Podswoggle and that's it, no worries, you can go on and you can you know uh, uh, pledge to be a uh, patron every month, uh, and most of that money can go right to Podswoggle itself if you listen to a couple podcasts maybe listen to my podcast dilettante ball as well as pod swoggle you can donate to both of those guys uh your your money uh, every month will get split up between the two uh or you can just donate to everybody you know it's, it's really up to you you know the ball's in your corner of that one um some so you know uh, a small percentage of the money is going to go to the network as a whole to pay for um network costs uh, uh website costs things like that um but the vast majority of your money will go to the podcast that you listen to and the podcast that you like and and that'll enable them to come out with uh, more bo- uh, bonus content mm-hmm. and just more cool stuff, um, whether it be just sort of uh, either live events or uh, just 
uh, swag or just like promotions yeah. stuff. And that's the thing, like you're not just giving your money away for free. Uh, like you are helping the podcast on the network, but you're also gonna get some things in return. Um, for some of the the lower goals, you're gonna be getting things like uh, access to uh, archives of the podcast, uh, bonus episodes, um, which we're, we're gonna. Well, yeah, it's not so much archives because uh, you can still always, always um, access. Any back episodes That's true, of yeah, any no podcast on Arcade Audio at ArcadeAudio.net. However, mm-hmm. that is sort of the case for certain episodes, such mm-hmm. as been the, has been the case uh, for Podswoggle for the last uh, year plus now. Um, and thank you, everybody, who has emailed and tweeted at us asking uh, where all of the uh, drunk histories and rumble and bumble and stumbles have gone um, and where we're making the switch over. Um I'm I'm not big on paywalls. I do not like paywalls. Um, but as far as as these go, we drank a lot of beer doing these. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that, Rich. Uh, oh, I have the other book downstairs. I have exact numbers and facts as to how much we did drink during all that. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I went back and listened to every rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, and crunch numbers. It's downstairs. I will share it on the Marcho Madness podcast. You are a madman. Yes. Needless uh, to say, Rich, we only have a few months left. <laughs> to live? To live. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so uh, if you'd, you know, basically uh, those episodes will be available under the, the bonus content tier mm. um, to help pay for Molinized dialysis machines and all that. <laughs> um, right. Uh, and you also have access to bonus content from from all of the podcasts uh, on the network, so uh, that that's awesome. But yeah, there's gonna be things, you know, there's gonna be T-shirts, tote bags, pins, uh, Google Hangout sessions, all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and 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 more coming as we think of it. Yeah, totally. Um, and if you have any uh, suggestions or anything, like absolutely, feel free to hit us up on the uh, Patreon website. It's gonna be Patreon.com/slash/ArcadeAudio. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, if you have any further questions, reach out to us on all the other channels, of course, on Twitter at uh, Podswoggle or at Arcade Audio, uh, on the emails as well, both at gmail.com. Um, and also be listening, if you are a regular listener to all the other shows on the network, make sure you're listening to those episodes uh, in the coming weeks to find out what each of those shows are going to be providing. So I know, like, Married to Movies, we have some special bonus episodes. Built on Ball might have, like, an entire separate, like, kind of series for that bonus content. So if, if yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna be having a yeah a whole yeah. a whole sec podcast going on. Yes. Well, and that's the cool thing. It's if you are uh, a Patreon at that uh, tier, mm-hmm. you access all the bonus content right, uh, right. across it's, the board. It's not all a cart. Like you're paying for each. Yeah, it's it's not gonna rack up the cost. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and we're gonna definitely be so, providing. And, Go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say, and as. We are always adding to the network. If mm. you come across a show that uh, we've just added that you also want to contribute to or uh, pick up another one of our shows uh, that you want to contribute to, you could always just hit us up and uh, we can make sure that we funnel those funds uh, to the appropriate uh, uh, tills. And, of course, beyond former episodes of Potswoggle, we, in the coming days, weeks, and months, will also be uh, adding from Potswoggle some Just For Us stuff that I know people are always clamoring for of a certain of a certain extent, and also whatever extra stuff we record and happen to do that's not full-blown Potswoggles, we won't just be providing former content. Potswoggle will be adding brand new content on there as well, um, which we're all excited to contribute to. Um, uh, also, as I announced on the arcade audio instagram um i like that we're just getting all this stuff out of the way um the first 
you know, first time we talk about it. Um, if you are just fans of, uh, if you also listen to Blank Slate and you just like us talking about whatever, um, we will be also making our first ever podcast that we ever did available um, in the bonus content tier, um, a Rockcast. Um, uh, and Mullet has been doing some good work. Uh, making sure that we aren't the dirtbags that we once were. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, yeah, me, yeah, cool. let me clarify. Getting them, getting them all in HD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm giving them the, the Technicolor uh, uh, yeah. gloss over. Let me clarify, Rich. Not you and I being the dirtbags that we were. Because thus far, I have not edited one thing that you and I have said. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked and proud. <laughs> I'm, I'm 12 episodes through, plus some extraneous episodes. Uh... Uh, as I mentioned in passing, I think last week to Augie, uh, Brandon Warrens is in the lead, followed by Augie. Uh, but so far, I'm listening to Scott being drunk, recapping your guys' 15-year history. And there are literally a couple parts where I have no idea how to get around it. <laughs> so, um, uh, but, but that said, you get to hear us when we were young, dumb, and literally full of cum because women didn't want to be anywhere around us. As we very learned, true. As we learned how to podcast. And I was still with Sam at the time. Um, uh, learning what podcasting was and also stories you'll never hear anywhere else um, from our lives It's it has been a lot of fun to start going back and listening to it and I, I know that you guys are going to like listening to it as well so be on the lookout for that stuff it's going to be great um, anything else before we I mean we're already in plug territory so let me just reiterate arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and all those other ones iTunes, Google Radio Google Radio, uh, Google Play and Stitcher Radio, um, all social media. Uh, if you're already uh, listening to this, uh, when this is airing, the pit's already been passed, but go to YouTube. You can watch the full uh, play-in stream for March of Madness, so you don't miss a single match of March of Madness this year. Also, you can watch the possible Invitational Tournament, March 25th, 11 Eastern. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell people you don't even like. March of Madness live on Twitch. Go to arcadeaudio.net slash Marshall Madness. Fill out your bracket. Get it in for a chance to win two tickets to a WWE pay-per-view network subscription. Something of the equivalent. Uh, if you have a, uh, a prize that you want to put up for either second or third place. In past years, we had Heat Comics provide uh, some special um, prizes for runners-up. We had Steve Picorni give away some original artwork last year. Uh, last year. If you have something like that that you want to donate... Or perhaps uh, send a little scratch, be on the Patreon our way to help us sponsor March of Madness. Shoot us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. It'll help us out uh, and get your name across to uh, the literally thousands of people that we that we will be filling out brackets. Um, yeah, do you guys have any other plugs? Uh, well, I'll just mention real quick, if you uh, happen to be in the Chicago area... Um, Next Wednesday uh, at 9.30, you can catch uh, my improv team at the Annoyance Theater. Uh, our name is Houndstooth. And uh, we've, we've had a great little run there at the Annoyance uh, the past eight or nine weeks. And we're going to be wrapping it up um, that week, I believe. So if you're in the area, check us out. Uh, let me know and we'll grab a beer. Hell yeah. Next week, uh, we already have it in the can. A very, very good episode with a, a friend from Ring Rust Radio, Donnie Wood. Uh, talking about an event he's holding in um, Mania Weekend, and also uh, an encyclopedia game. Week after that, Marcho Madness Prediction Podcast, and then the week after that, our seven-year anniversary show uh, for WrestleMania Pick'ems. Uh, I don't even know when we're going to record that, because Rich and Spencer will already be in Florida by that point. We have to figure that all out. Um, 
because when Wind will be here, Augie will be here. We're getting really, really close to all being together to commiserate what will be WrestleMania 33. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spencer, final thoughts. Oh, it's good to be back. It is. We've missed you. It's been it's been a long while, and I've been I've been gone because of that uh, that that run at the annoyance. So it, since it's coming to an end, it's bittersweet. Because it's uh, it's ending, but I'll be able to get back on the podcast. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, Spencer was not uh, suspended uh, due to the possible <laughs> wellness policy. Um, because if that's the case, <laughs> Augie would have never been a member. Uh, <laughs> not even he's doing drugs, just Augie in the world wellness. Uh, Rich, final thoughts. Uh, Augie just has uh, el- naturally elevated <laughs> levels of testosterone. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, I have a few uh, uh, also plugs as well. Um, on a personal note, um, I am actually going to be performing at uh, I.O. Theater in Chicago Ooh. on Sundays, um, 7 o'clock. Uh, for, uh, they're just, I want to say they're just 5B shows, uh, and normally I wouldn't even give a shit about them, but I think we actually have a pretty good class, and I'm kind of proud and excited to be uh, playing with those fools. So, so Rich, you're graduating from the, uh, the Improv Academy uh, at the Improv Olympic here in Chicago. Yeah. And now you're going to be putting up shows for the next eight weeks. That is correct. Pretty exciting. Yes. Uh, actually, next seven weeks. Next seven weeks. Uh, because the calendar was fucking weird. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, next seven weeks. So um, yeah, if you're in Chicago, um, come check me out at the I.O. Theater. Those shows are free because they're students and you don't know how they're going to be. But at <laughs> seven o'clock, they'll be you can good. vouch for the seven o'clock Yeah, I can, I can vouch for those. Um, <clears throat> also, just this week, um, the first episode of Arcade Audio's uh, newest original show, Riverside Falls, um, debuted, and um, <clears throat> so go ch- check that out. Subscribe. There's also a preview that you can listen to as well, just to feel it out. Um, it's got kind of a Twin Peaks uh, improvised sketch feel to it. Um, it's very weird, very fun. Um, I've worked on a couple episodes coming out later. Um, those will drop the first Wednesday of every month, and <clears throat> it's. If it's half as fun to listen to as it was to do, you'll heartily enjoy it. Um, and what I want to say is there's this really cool campaign going on um, <clears throat> called uh, Hashtag Tripod, uh, T-R-Y-P-O-D. Uh, just because, like, as much as we all know what podcasts are, there's still, like, a shit ton of people out there in the world that don't. Yep. Um, so I know for uh, iPhones um, and the podcast app, if you uh, tap on the bottom left-hand corner uh, of your podcast screen, um, it'll give you the option to share the podcast uh, with people. So whether you shoot it to them in an email, in a text, in a Facebook message, uh, however you do it, um, share a podcast, this one, anyone from the Arcade Audio Network, any podcast in general, share a podcast with just one person you think would like that podcast um, that doesn't al- that you know doesn't already listen to it. Um, and just kind of get the idea of podcasts out there in the world uh just a little bit more and uh, if you do it on on social media uh hashtag it with tripod t-r-y-p-o-d fuck yes all good causes all good things coming up rich if jeff jarrett comes to you and asks for a podcast on rcodeaudio.net what do you say i will tell him to listen to the pod swoggle episode from march 10th uh at around 50 minutes in, which is where we're going to edit in a very nice message to Jeff Jarrett asking him to be on our podcast. (laughs) 
I gotta dial up a I gotta dial up a rich impersonator for that. I am literally. We need to hurry up and come up with like the Podswoggle closing song because I'm running out of Jeff Jarrett themes to play. <laughs> I'm surprised I've got this many to go, but I'll scrounge up another one probably for Spencer for Rich. This is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast for Entertainment. We are swogging off. What a man. What a <laughs> dickweed. My my face is literally twitching right now. <laughs> <laughs>